Hello, folks, and welcome to Shooting with the Saints. I'm Matt Spendley, and I'm joined tonight by Chris Campbell. How we doing, folks? Cam Hendricks. Howdy. And Samuel Governale. What's up, guys? What's up, Sam? What's up, guys? So, boys, it's been a while. Had a couple weeks off. Uh, you know, we're just, we're just a busy group. I don't know what else we could say. There, and there's there's always a certain couple of nights that we can do, and then stuff comes up, life happens, life gets in the way, but plenty to talk about. Um, bless you. <laughs> uh, I wanted to start off by asking Cam, what do you think of the Oscars? Did you see a single movie that was nominated for an Oscar? Um, did you see did, Star Wars? Nope. Yes. No, you yeah. saw Star Wars. Yes, I saw Star Wars. Did you see Wait, Blade Runner? Star Wars nominated for. Uh, I think sound, sound effects best and score. Uh, best score. Yeah, yeah, sound, sound effects. effects. They won for sound Nazi effects. Not see Get Out. Wanted no. to Get Out. Never saw. You it. didn't see Get Out. Lazy. Nah, too lazy. I'm do you have HBO? I do. Oh, and it's on HBO. Yeah, Chris, it's on HBO. Yeah, you told me that. Yeah, I'm going to watch it with Kayla Mitch and Jenna this weekend. Yeah, good looks. It's good stuff. Uh, okay. So let's talk very briefly before we get into some NBA chat about the latest with the beloved man in Chris Campbell's life, Mr. Kirk Cousins. Ooh-wee. So it would seem that he's narrowed it down to the Vikings and Jets. And it also seems that, and Chris can correct me because you might be following it a little closer than I have, it seems that money won't be an issue here. They can both no. offer similar packages, so it's just going to be a matter of where he decides to go. Am I correct in saying that? You are very correct. So, if you had to put some odds on it, Vikings, Jets, give me some pros, cons for for each side, and just what, what your general mindset is right now, because I know it's something that you know we're, we're just waiting on with bated breath here. Yeah, so obviously a lot to think about. So, here's my initial thought. Obviously, the team that is in the best position to win right now is the Vikings, hands down, very clear. Um, so if that's what, if Kirk wants his best shot to go to the Super Bowl this year, then you sign with the Vikings. I can't fault him for that. No, no problem at all. However, there is thought. I mean, it depends how you feel about yourself or how you feel about your situation. But the Vikings went to the NFC Championship game last year, so if you sign there, and it's kind of like. Yeah, they were there with a backup quarterback, so if you don't mm-hmm. get back there, you're basically a failure, even though that's not necessarily how sports work, obviously, but that's how you'll be viewed by the fan base. So a couple pros and cons there. The Jets, obviously, young, pretty young team, ha- had some good progress last year, drafted some good defensive players, have a pretty decent receiving core, an aging O-line, which is kind of sketchy, but there's basically nowhere to go but up with the Jets. So if you come in and you go 8-8 eight and eight this year, you come close to making the playoffs, you're already a savior. Um, however, it is New York, and the media can be pretty scrutinous, so you're definitely going to face a little more scrutiny than in Minnesota. So I think those are the biggest initial factors right off the bat. Is, is Kirk the type of guy that's going to want the New York lifestyle? I don't know. So I think so, because he seems like a, a pretty self-aware dude. He makes jokes. He's a funny guy. Like I think he's the type of quarterback that could thrive under that pressure, and it wouldn't really affect him. You know what I mean? How? All right, here's a real question. Like he strikes me as that kind of guy. If Kirk signs with the Jets, how quickly will I be able to buy my Kirk Cousins jersey on online? Uh, like, within two okay, days, right? right. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on. I'm on hours. Like I want it. Chris, that day. You know what you should do? 
Just order a custom jersey. Just put his name yeah. on the back. <laughs> just make it custom. Know, and everything. As long as they give me the number, that's the problem. Is you worry about that? If, how long you does need it take the number. to choose a number? But yeah. oh, that's gonna be that's gonna be worn a lot. Now that's not decided until free agency opens, correct? Correct. Like I the, he, it, yeah, like and usually if uh, NFL free agency happens so quickly, like it's. Starts at opens at three o'clock, for example, and then all of a sudden, like someone signed at three o three. Because I remember because when Martellus Bennett was on the Giants, and I really wanted them to re-sign him, he signed with the Bears at three o one via his Twitter account, and I unfollowed him immediately. Yep, that's fair. I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll have a pretty good idea before that happens, but obviously, like you said, nothing's official. Cross our I... fingers. Now, if if the Jets weren't to get Kirk. Would you yes. prefer that they really focus on drafting a quarterback, or would you think that they might go after one of those stopgap options, like you know, bring McCown back, or you know, yeah. maybe poach one of those Vikings quarterbacks? I think I feel kind of like you feel, Matt, in the sense that if we lose out on Kirk, then you're not always going to be in a position near the top of the draft where there's a lot of draft prospects. So it's a very good opportunity, but at the same time, you have to like a guy. You can't mm-hmm. just draft a guy. Because you like because all right yeah he guess he's kind of talented like if they're scouting evaluators who you ultimately come down to if they don't like any of those four options or whoever's there at the sixth pick then you take the best player and you like you said there's going to be a lot of weird stopgap options this year like the Teddy Bridgewaters and Case Keenum's and then you can reevaluate but I think if you like any of those guys it makes a lot of sense to take them while you're there yeah. And while we're on this topic, I want to pose this question to you guys because it's something that I still can't wrap my head around. I don't really make an effort to understand NFL prospects like I do the NBA prospects. So it's all foreign to me and I rely on what people tell me. My general gist is that no one really is in love with any of these quarterbacks. But if I'm the Giants, so here's how I will pose this question. You are Dave Gettleman. You just took over the Giants. You have the second pick. You have Eli Manning coming back. There's Saquon Barkley's obviously there at number two, presumably if the Browns go quarterback number one. Which now so, is starting to sound like they might they may go Barkley at one quarterback. It's four. possible because of his incredible showing at the combine. So either way, if Barkley's not there, to me, if you don't draft a quarterback, it's ludicrous because the next guy's probably that Quentin Nelson from Notre Dame, who's a, a really good a lineman. But stud. yeah, but when it comes down to it, I, I just think. And again, I, I don't even know if I have a favorite of these quarterbacks because I haven't done enough research to know. I feel Very like fair. when you have a guy like Eli that's near the end of his career, deciding to not take a quarterback is just blasphemous because you have a guy that has not been very good for two years now. There's really no reason to, for him to be really good this year. There's no reason for us to expect that this year, even though we can be hopeful. So. Yep. If you have that second slot, I just feel like you have to go quarterback. Do you guys agree with me? I mean, I I know I really do. Um, Matt, you'll get a kick out of this. I don't mean to take time from the other guys, but one of my coworkers is a Giants fan, and we just started chit-chatting about the draft today, and he's like, God, I want Barkley so bad. He goes, <laughs> if the Browns take him, he goes, I'm going to be distraught. And I go... Well, yeah, but at the same time, like, there are a lot of quarterback prospects. I think the Giants, I think it makes a lot of sense for them to draft one of these guys, stick him behind Eli for a year, learn. And he goes, no, that he goes, I don't agree. He goes, Eli's got at least four or five good years left in he him. He did not. He I did not you, say man. that. I he did not. He did. Oh, he, did. Oh, <laughs> he did. And he's like, 
So, and he's like, also, he's like, <laughs> I can't even say it without laughing. Oh, my gosh. Oh God. He goes, oh, God, I, I really can't. Got to put both like that. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, plus, and even if Eli doesn't have another couple good years left in him, the Giants drafted. <laughs> he goes, I know what he's going to say, too. The Giants drafted Davis Webb, who's probably better than oh, these guys no. anyway. So, I think he's gonna Oh, my God. Oh, no. Bro. Dude, I was Is that your giggling like Rob? Yeah. I was crying. I could not keep it in. And I'm like, I'm just looking at her. I'm like, huh, it's interesting. And then we left. And I just told, I just tell my buddy, I was like, oh my God, if my friend oh Matt my could have God. heard that conversation. Dude, that is hysterical. Giants fans, their two biggest things are thinking Eli is way too good and has many years left and thinking that Davis Webb is some like unfound gem that if you just give him playing time he's going to be great like they love that theory oh my god oh, so funny. Kevin Sam what do you guys think go ahead Sam alright all right. <laughs> come uh, on guru you don't want to go I, I don't follow free agency so I don't want to <laughs> it's, play it's the draft oh on the draft oh my god <laughs> uh, okay. Cam's like uh, who who's up there is it uh, is it Sam Bradford is Matt Stafford still in college <laughs> you boys are get out of it Sam, what do you think? Uh, I like you, Matt. Also, do not know. I'm not good at all at evaluating college talent, and I also don't watch too much college football, so not. I can't, you know, definitively say that I don't like these quarterbacks. But even so, I agree with you. If we don't get Barkley, if he doesn't fall to number two, then I think. I mean, just running the odds, it's pretty rare to have a top two pick in an NFL draft you know, just the volatility in the league. So I think if you like someone at least somewhat, it's worth to draft them, stick them behind Eli for a couple years, hopefully let them learn and then let them come in the right way, you know? Yep. And even beyond that part of it, we've talked at length in every medium, every fashion, you know, it's a barber, it's one of those barbershop debates. It's one of those debates that we have on Twitter. Drafting a running back in the top, you know, five to six of a draft just isn't the best way to build your team. Think about, let's take the Cowboys from a couple years ago. A casual fan, a, a very casual fan, because I think most people that are knowing <laughs> knowing both of these people will, will know. Um, a casual fan will say like, oh, Zeke Elliott was the best pick. But Jalen Ramsey was drafted after Zeke Elliott. If you're the Cowboys, which of those guys would you rather have? Because... The marginal difference between a Jalen Ramsey and an average quarterback versus the difference between Ezekiel Elliott and finding another running back is just, there's such a stark difference there. So I just think that you're always going to end up regretting it unless the guy is just a knockout stud. It makes it tough. Here's how I kind of always feel about these really talented running backs, and I don't know how you guys feel. I was talking to my buddy today at work who's a big Packers fan. And I think to myself, a guy like Barkley, all right, let's say he gets drafted number one overall offensive line on a pretty bad offense. To me, those guys, it almost sounds weird, but in order for them to make the most difference, I feel like they have to be in a good offense. Uh, like, you look at a guy like Kamara that was able to shine on a great spread-out offense. I think Saquon Barkley, it would never happen, but, yeah, it would never mm-hmm. happen, but I think Saquon Barkley makes so much sense Kareem on the Bay Packers because – Rodgers has never had a really great running back and a guy that can catch balls out of the backfield that's as talented mm. as he is. I mean, it's obviously that would never happen, but 
to me, it's in order for a guy to reach his potential for the most part with those running backs, you rarely get the Adrian Peterson that is just an absolute workhorse that can almost carry a team like he did in the playoffs one year. That's, I mean, lightning in a bottle. Right. For so, every Adrian Peterson, you have a Cadillac Williams. or a 10 Cadillac Williams. Or a Darren McFadden. You know, these guys that are supremely Trent talented. Richardson. Right. Trent Richardson oh, is just the, the premier example. The, the fact that Remember the Colts. How stupid we thought the Browns were for trading that oh, yeah. pick. I Dude. Mean, that was freshman year. Yeah, oh, freshman God. year. Yep, I remember it. Remember it like it was yesterday. The... Don't worry. They used that pick to take Johnny Manziel, so they worked out. <laughs> when it comes down to it, comeback it's comeback season, man. I love how he posts that pick. <laughs> you know what's funny? When you look at that picture of Johnny Manziel, and I'm never one to judge, you know, do you do you. But it's obvious that he, not only has he not been, you know, doing any sort of physical activity, he also hasn't been in the gym because, you know, he's like a little chunky, but then also his shoulders are small and his chest has like yep. nothing to it. You know what I mean? It's like he's just got nothing yep. going there. <laughs> Dude, it's, yeah, it's, I hope it's that, not good. Yeah. I hope that was a picture to use for the before of the better. I hope so too. He yeah. gave a really good interview on PMT. I'm rooting for him. I hope he, you know, he makes something of himself. No we'll doubt. See. That'd be nice. I mean, I'm not going to be convinced till I see it. So. 